happy Tuesday. And today we're going to be talking about money, affordability, and all those things that are huge factors when it comes into providing aging services. How do we afford home care? How do we afford, you know, maybe memory care, assisted living? Uh, I've got a fantastic guest with us who's got a unique niche niche in the financial industry, um, mainly the insurance industry that can really help bring a creative solution to maybe affording that nicer level of care or that different type of facility or residence, I should say. And with that, I want to introduce Miss Lisa Rayberg. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for your time. So Lisa, kind of tell us a little bit about your background. And we talked before the show went live here. You've been in uh, this space for about 30 years. Can you give us a little kind of detail as to how this all transpired? So we are in the life settlements world. And like you, like you just mentioned, I've been in the insurance industry for 30 years, love insurance, um, worked with financial professionals, insurance agents across the country. And I was a lot of corporate America. So building divisions and building sales teams. And mm -hmm. it was time for me to not be at an airport every week. My husband is older than I am uh, by more than a few years. And it was just time for me to not travel as much. I love life insurance settlement. So it's still insurance related, but it's, I'm so passionate about it because so many people don't know that we are a solution. They don't know that this solution is here for them. And there's a lot of people that we can help. So let's kind of talk about that. Um, as you know, everything seems to be going up. We all see the news about inflation and cost of this, cost of that going up. And, and even in, in, in senior living, we're seeing the same thing, right? Wages, supplies, materials, COVID protocols, all those are costing more. Thus, it's a little more expensive for some of our residents, right? So besides your typical kind of options, you got your private pay, your long-term care insurance. Where does possibly a life insurance policy fit in all that mix? Right. Good question. So a life insurance policy is actually an asset that you own. It's like your house. It's like your car. And a lot of people don't think about it that way. And I'm talking any type of life insurance policy, including term policies. So sometimes when people think about their life insurance, they go, well, you know, that's true. Uh, maybe they have a universal life or a whole life, which is a permanent type of policy that has cash values that build up, right? There's, there's a savings component in there. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line here is not only is that type of policy an asset, but a term policy is an asset and there's no cash in those policies. So bottom line here is all different types of policies can be sold. So before somebody, what we call lapses or surrenders their policy, please look at a life insurance settlement because even if there's cash value in the policy, on average, and we know how averages are, but on average, a life settlement or life insurance settlement, same thing, can generate three to five times even cash surrender value. So it's really important to take a look at this option. Yeah. So let's kind of dive in there. You said a lot of key buzzwords, key terms there. So I kind of want to make sure, uh, one, I understand what you're saying and two, our listeners as well too. Um, so let's dive in here. What um, pretty simple. What's a term policy? What does that really mean? Like, what does that look like? Uh, and then obviously uh, a whole as well to super, you know, keep it where we can kind of understand and follow that as well. Right. So in the life insurance world, we typically have two different types of policies. And if you will, we're going to 
think about it as um, there's a term policy and then there is what we call permanent types of policies. A term policy is thinking about it like a renting. You have coverage for a certain amount of time. So if I have a 10 year term policy, I have coverage for 10 years yeah. of level term premiums, right? If I have a permanent type of policy, it does exactly what it says. Permanent types of policies are universal life or whole life typically. Yeah. And those are, as long as I continue to pay the premiums, my policy is going to continue to be in force. Okay. So obviously two different routes. And now let's go into what the heck is a life insurance settlement? I've never even heard of that before. Like, what does that actually mean? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So life insurance settlement, think about your life insurance policy. Like we talked about before, like a car, your house, it's an asset that you own. And because it's an asset that you own, you can sell that asset for cash. And the process of selling that asset is called a life insurance settlement or people might see life settlement for short. And what happens in a life settlement is the policy, once again, is sold, the client receives this cash we're talking about. The buyer, typically an investor group, will take over the policy. They're gonna become the new owner, they're gonna pay the premiums, and they will receive the death benefit when the policy matures, the client passes away. So the investor groups aren't doing this out of the goodness of their own heart. They're doing it for exactly what? An investment. But it works out beautifully for clients because they get the cash and the investor group gets an investment. Interesting. So if I'm someone that has a life insurance policy that I want to sell, what do I, what can I use that money for? Can I, if I want to use it for home care, if I want to use it for moving into a senior living community, am I able to do that? Does that help offset those costs? Absolutely. So once again, when you sell your house, you can use that money for anything you want. When you, as an asset, when you sell your life insurance policy, you can use that money for anything that you want. There are no restrictions. So yes, this can be another way to help pay for assisted living, memory care, home care, whatever a client would like. So essentially, this is another tool in our toolbox to go with maybe private pay, long-term care insurance, VA benefits, all of those things. This life insurance settlement could be a, well, yeah, is an additional tool for affording uh, the long-term care that that some of us, majority of us might need as we age here. That's exactly right. You And you just said it perfectly. It's another tool in the toolbox. It's not going to be perfect for everybody. But I would like to mention, because here's where my personal passion lies, that 500,000 seniors a year will lapse or walk away from their life insurance policies. And the reason that happens is don't want, don't need them. You know, hmm. what they bought them for 20 years ago is no longer a concern. Maybe the kids are gone, the house is paid off, whatever. But hmm. also because life insurance policies can become more unaffordable, that maybe they don't fit in budgets anymore, or clients are just like, look, I'm paying a lot of money for my policy every month. I can take that money and now be able to afford, right, the long-term care needs that I have on top of the cash that I receive. So 500,000 seniors a year, that's where my passion lies, just raising visibility that this option is here. So before you walk away from your policies, please look at a life settlement. Well, and I think too, is is affording long-term care is, is not just a one-size-fits-all, right? We have some families that need, that can just private pay everything, right? Forever and ever, right? But then you have some that need to come up with a hybrid program using long-term care benefits as well as private pay. There might be others that need to hybrid with life insurance settlement, long-term care insurance, and private pay, right? So I think 
what I'm hoping our listeners and viewers get here is that take the time to find that person, that research that can give you as many tools to make this successful because this is not the end of a journey. This is just the next chapter. So you moving into a long-term care community is another step in life. And so we want you to have the tools available to make that best decision, both for you as a person, but also financially as well. Um, Lisa, so when you get a call from a client, what, what are the main reasons they're reaching out to you? That's a great question. And they're reaching out to just investigate. Somehow they've heard about this, right? They've talked to their insurance agent, perhaps financial advisor. Maybe they've talked to uh, their senior placement referral specialist or their assisted living community who has heard about um, what we do. And they're calling to investigate. And the great thing about this is in order to find out how much a policy is worth, and by the way, it could be tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars, by the way, but bottom line, in order to find out how much it's worth, there is no cost to clients. So, and I also want to mention, this is a longer term solution. Once again, think real estate, think your house. This is a three to five month solution. So we're not something that funds in three to five days. Mm. But point is, they're looking into this, like, 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 how much can my policy be worth? And the beautiful thing is, they're not obligated to take any offers that we receive but they're like, nope, that's just not enough. I don't want to do that. Then they don't need to do that. And they walk away. There's no cost to them at that point in time. Hmm. Like a real estate agent, we do receive commission, but only when a client uh, accepts an offer on a policy, hmm. moves forward, and they have the money in their pocket. And yes, commissions are disclosed. We are very highly regulated by departments of insurance across the country. Interesting. So um, so you can almost have a number in your head theoretically. And if you get there, great. If you don't, you don't have any uh, commitment to, to moving forward. That's correct. Okay. That's exactly right. When, uh, when Do you ever work with families though that need a faster approach or things like, is there any things that you can be done if someone needs to move faster than three to five months? Or is that really just the standard practice? That we can move faster. Ideally, I want to set expectations properly that three to five months is about right. We absolutely can move faster. Our role as life settlements brokers is to market a client's policy to obtain the highest amount of money for it that we possibly can. So we have access to about 30 different investor groups and that allows us to drive value for our hmm. clients. So my point is, Ideally, we like to have enough time to be able to do that marketing. But if we don't have that time, yes, we can shortcut it. And, and let's say, you know, I'm, I'm in my 40s and 50s and I'm starting to really dive into my long term planning, well, both from a retirement standpoint as even from an aging standpoint. Are these conversations I should be having with my financial advisor now? Or is this something that it's kind of better to wait down the road? I mean, where does this fit into financial planning for the future? Well, what happens is in our world, the investor groups who are purchasing these policies are looking for clients bluntly with 10 to 15 years of life expectancy or less. We do have some pension plan plans that may go out 20 years, but typically 10 to 15 years or less. So if I'm in my 40s or 50s, and I want to sell my pot, I'm healthy. That's the big key. And I'm healthy. I have a beautiful, you know, 40, 50 year life expectancy ahead of me. This is not going to be the solution for me today. But fast forward to back to your point. Now I'm 65, 70, 75. 
then you know knowing about this can be something to be aware of for the future so maybe buying a life insurance policy now because i need the coverage right don't buy it to sell it but because i need the coverage and knowing that i may be able to sell it in the future i think is really important to know and to understand and Notice how I use the word may be able to sell it. Right. I can't guarantee you, right, that a policy will be sold or what mm -hmm. it will sell for. Mm -hmm. But I will say that once again, if a client is going to lapse or surrender that policy to please take a look at a life settlement or at least talk to somebody who's an expert in life settlements before they do that, because they could be leaving money on the table. And so in a term policy, if I don't do a life settlement and I let my policy lapse, I have lost all the money I've put in for my Premium payments, correct? That's exactly right. So for instance, we have a client right now that we're working with. They have a $450,000 term policy that is ending in about a month. And we are we have an offer for them of $115,000. Now, last time I checked, that's better than zero. Right, right. Right, because the term is basically once the term expires, you're, you're not getting anything, correct? Well, yes, in that. There, right. there can be what happens after term expires is that the premiums that somebody's been paying those stable premiums stops mm -hmm. and it goes into annual renewable term mode. And what happens there is premiums go up and they go up very fast, very quickly. Gotcha. So you can still continue the policy, but the premiums just are very, very expensive. So mm -hmm. a lot of people say, look, I can't afford this um, it, and it makes sense to sell it. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. No. Okay. That, that makes sense. So let's kind of shift gears a little bit here, uh, obviously away from some of the, um, you know, deep dive into the uh, life settlement stuff, but let's go into who's a maverick uh, in your life. Uh, it's always an important question for us. Well, when you're talking for me personally, my father has been my, my idol for a long time. He's no longer um, with us, but, but he's just, just as hard work and, and um, his dedication to his, to his customers. Mm -hmm. And he's not from the insurance industry at all, completely different. I was born and raised in a machine shop, but okay. he taught me the value of taking care of customers and that they are a paycheck. So my point is, I'm so passionate about uh, these types of educational opportunities. I'm so grateful to be here just to raise awareness because we are here to take care of clients. It is such a privilege to do so. Yeah, definitely. Um I think I love your messaging there because it's that a little bit of that servant leadership, right? That goes a long way that I think can sometimes be lost uh, when you're when you're navigating, you know, sales and marketing and all that. You got to go back to treating that person uh, for what you're there, and that's there to help and there to be be that to to make their life successful. Uh, your dad was a machinist, yes, exactly was he a toolmaker, or what was? Uh, oh, okay, wow, that's a that's a pretty yes. cool cool gig. Um, yeah, it's like, it, like, it is a cool gig. My, my brother's following his footsteps, so it's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Um, yeah. Th important one as uh, as we grow uh, from a, a manufacturing technology standpoint. So I I like that a lot. Um, kind of, if you're a listener here, what would you want our listeners to do, or what action could our listeners take here to to really, you know, drive home your messaging? Well, what I would say is, if you are looking for financial options, please pull your life insurance policy out of your filing cabinet or call your insurance agent and 
ask your insurance agent about the policies because so many of us, when we buy life insurance, we just file it away, right? We just mm -hmm. put it in a filing cabinet somewhere. Grab that policy, whether you look at a life settlement or not, seriously, you need to know what you have. Grab that policy, talk to your insurance professionals, find out what kind of policy do I have? If I have a term policy, is it still convertible to, to a permanent policy? That's really important to know. And what is that conversion deadline? Because you might want to keep some of this, uh, some of the policy for yourself and have us sell the balance of it. On a more permanent type of policy, do I have any cash value in it? What does that look like? And what do the premiums look like going into the future? How much money am I going to have to put into this policy to get me to age 85 or 90 or 95? And people may be surprised that what they've been paying into this policy so far is not going to be enough to carry them into the future. We see clients right. all the time where um, th there's no cash left in the policy, the, uh, the higher premiums have been chewed up, and now they have to put a lot more money in and they can't afford to do that. Um, yeah. So it, just ask the question of your insurance carrier or certainly your insurance professional for sure. Yeah. And I think too, as you think you've said numerous times throughout our discussion is talk to your financial advisor as well. I mean, that is a key person to talk to as well, right? Is to make sure everything is marrying and moving in the right direction for what your goals are because everyone's goals are different. Um, but I think it's really important to have this information and this tool available because honestly, till I met Lisa, I had no idea this was even an option. And um, I've been working in you know, long-term care, senior living for 11 plus years now and never heard about this until we connected. So um, it's very interesting uh, avenue um, that, that I definitely um, think is important to have in, as a tool in the kit. Um, with that, how can people find more, learn more about you, learn more about kind of you know, just this whole life settlement process, all that stuff? Well, I am delighted to talk to people at any point in time that says, hey, I have this policy and here's what it looks like. What do you think? So my phone number and my email and our website is down below. Please feel free. We have a lot. We have a blog on our website. We have articles on our website. We have a Q&A on the website. Obviously, you can contact us through the website or email or phone. Just delighted to answer any questions, any, hey, Lisa, what about this? What about that? Just call me, contact me. And once, once again, it's, I'm just, it's a privilege to be of service. And that's, you know, and if we're not the right fit for clients, I will say we're just not going to be the right fit. Um, but for many clients, we are. And for some clients, we're not. It has to be the right solution for the client. And back to you uh, mentioning, you know, financial advisors and insurance professionals can help as well and, and should help. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. And and I think, uh, I think it's just, again, just educate. We need to learn more as we're living longer and we want to do different things as, as our life chapters change. It's really important to have access to meet those goals, whatever those goals are. And so I love uh, you taking some time here and sharing uh, your expertise and your knowledge in this uh, pretty cool little interesting world that I, like I said, did not know existed until we connected. So we're a little, we're a little niche. We're a little unknown yes. niche. Yes, absolutely. And um, with that, Lisa, I want to say thank you for joining us. And uh, as a reminder to everybody, we are having our collaboration in aging event September 16th and 17th in Denver, Colorado. It's going to be a senior living event unlike any other where we are going to really begin to flip the roles. We really want to break down those silos and really help each other put on different hats so that if we are a social worker, we understand more about how an ED thinks. And if we're an ED, we understand more about a social worker. And if we're a family member, we want to know more about how our ED works. We really want to get back to collaborating in that care circle so that as we age, we have a bigger voice. And so with that, 
I will leave you until our discussion next week. And as always, have a wonderful rest of your week. And Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure.